Broken Soup by Jenny Valentine Read by Ellie Silen Chapter One It wasn't mine. I didn't drop it, but the boy in the queue said I did. It was a negative of a photograph, one on its own, all scratched and beaten up. I couldn't even see what it was a negative of, because his finger and thumb were blotting out most of it. He was holding it out to me like nothing else was going to happen until I took it, like he had nothing else to do but wait. I didn't want to take it. I said that. I said I didn't own a camera even. But the boy just stood there, with this I-know-I'm-right look on his face. He had a good face, friendly eyes, wide mouth, all that. One of his top teeth was chipped. There was a bit missing. Still, a good face doesn't equal a good person. If you catch yourself thinking that, you need to stop. All my friends were cracking up behind me. The girl at the counter was trying to give me my change, and everybody in the queue was just staring. I couldn't think why he was doing this to me. I wondered if embarrassing strangers was one of the ways he got through his day. Maybe he walked around with a pile of random stuff in his pockets. Not just negatives, but thimbles and condoms and glasses and handcuffs. I might be getting off lightly. I didn't know what else to do, so I said thank you, who knows for what, and I went red, like always, and I pulled a face at my friends like I was in on the joke. Then I shoved the negative in my bag, with the oranges and milk and eggs, and he smiled. All the way home I got, what is it, Rowan, and let's see, and nice smile, a flock of seagulls in school uniform, shrieking and pointing and jumping around me. And I did my usual thing of taking something that's just happened apart in my head until it's in little pieces all over the place and I can't fit it together again. I want to know why he'd picked me out of everyone in the shop and whether I should be glad about that or not. I thought about what he said. You dropped this. No, really, I'm sure. And what I did, act like a rabbit in headlights, argue, give in. I was laughing about it on the outside feeling like an idiot on the quiet. I had no idea something important might have happened. My name is Rowan Clark, and I'm not the same person as I was in that shop. Not anymore. The Rowan is a tree that's meant to protect you from bad things. People made crosses out of it to keep away witches in the days before they knew any better. Maybe my mum and dad named me on purpose. Maybe not but it didn't do much good. Bad things in my family acted like magnets back then. Coming together whatever was in the way. When I got home with the shopping, I forgot about the negative because there was too much to do. Mum was asleep on the sofa while Stroma watched Fairly Odd Parents with the sound off. Stroma's my little sister. She was named after an island off Cathness, where nobody lives anymore. There used to be people there until 1961, and one of them was someone way back in my dad's family. Then there was just one man in a lighthouse, until they made the lighthouse work without the man, and he left too. That's what Stroma and her namesake have in common, getting gradually abandoned. I made scrambled eggs on toast with cut-up oranges and a glass of milk. While we were eating, I asked her how her day was, 
And she said it was great because she got star of the week for writing five sentences with full stops and everything. Being star of the week means you get a badge made from cardboard and a cushion to sit on at story time, which is a big deal apparently when you're nearly six. I asked her what her five sentences were, and she said they were about what she did at the weekend. I said, what did we do? And she reeled them off, counting them on her fingers. I went to the zoo, with my mum and dad, we saw tigers, I had popcorn, it was fun. Five lies, but I let it slide. And after a minute she met my eye and started talking about something else. I couldn't quite make out because her mouth was full of orange. Stroman and I had entire conversations with our mouths full. It was one of the benefits of parentless meals. That and eating with your fingers, and having pudding first if you felt like it. After supper, she did a drawing of a torture chamber while I washed up.